let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so he did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Later today, I'm going to talk about going to see the Dune movie, and it'll have nothing to do with the movie itself. Okay. More to do with uh, everything I put in my stomach. But, Matt, I texted you yesterday and I said, dude, uh, I thought this was pretty cool. I said they have uh, one of your one of your jokes up at the Alamo Draft House, and you didn't respond to me. I didn't because... I felt like it was a setup for yeah, you Yeah, for that. To... I was going to send you this picture. What is it? Oh, that, it's a bomb? It's a giant bomb. Oh, because like... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean because I'm always uh, killing when I'm on stage? Because you're always bombing. No, no that's, that's not know why. Uh, the next thing about going and seeing Dune is uh, my girlfriend called me uh, uh, crazy. She said, that's sweet, but that's crazy because the entire movie, during parts of it, not every part, because, you know, I, I liked it. I had to watch it a lot. But I was drawing her pictures of, like, sandworms kissing and her riding sandworms. Because, you know, how Alamo Drafthouse has the paper no, and I the don't. pens. Well, yeah, so you write your order and you, you write it. Wait, and so you, during the whole movie, you were drawing? A couple times. I drew her little pictures. That is a great review of a movie. How was the movie? I found myself more interested in drawing with the pen. You know what I did? <laughs> I'm not. It was really good. Like I highly okay, recommend like going it. and seeing it. But I just there would be a sweet moment uh, that I thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna draw her this picture of uh, of two sandworms kissing. And and do you like how above the sandworms kissing? I wrote cute, but I did it in the same Dune font. I, I do. It's, I, it's it's pretty magical. The the things you can do when you're when you're in love. She wasn't too happy about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think she's in love. I think she's just at a. I think you've just. Uh, she's broken learning her down. how to raise a kid. Yeah, you, you've, you've. She finally has just been broken down. Is all. She got tired of uh, all the nights of, of fun hookups with cool guys that are touring the country doing comedy, and she thought, you know what, I'll just uh, hang out with this radio loser because I know he's at least at home playing with Lego, and not out doing silly. Bad things to no, me. I don't think that's how she thought about it at all. I think she just one day was like, I give up. I'm not trying anymore. I'm not going to ask. Him to she leave. gave up on life. Yeah. It was <laughs> death or me and ended up with me. Uh, do you know they have a Lego Dune speaking of? And my next question is, because obviously I'm going to see the movie again. Uh, I think I'm I think I'm going to take a Lego and build it while watching it. But I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go to Alamo Draft House. They'll yell at you. But I could go to an AMC theater. I could go to the normal ones and just build a Lego and watch it. Plus, they have all those Dune sex toys there. You oh, know the popcorn buckets with the worms sticking out. Yeah. And and while watching that movie, I thought of so many great like Dune related sex toys. Like they have a thumper that like gets the worms to come in the sand. To what in the sand? To like arrive. Oh, okay. But I mean, kind of, kind of the same thing. I guess I was way too hyper when I went yeah, to watch you're that see, movie. You're like, I went to go see a movie. I drew. I started thinking about sex toys while I was there. Wait, I ate everything. That poor woman. She really is. She is. She lives with a child. She takes you around town. Does she have one of those? You know, when kids have that little vest backpack with a leash on it. Does she have one of those for you when she takes you places? Then I try to like. Ah! I run off and she yanks it back. 
Oh, I'm sorry, honey. Perhaps. Perhaps not. But we're going to talk about that later today. My uh, review of the Dune movie, which has nothing to do with the Dune movie, but more all the food I ate. And Matt, we have some Kings of Leon tickets to give away. Here's the deal. I know you're a big fan, so I thought, hey, why don't we come up with a really difficult and enticing trivia game where you will play on behalf of a listener to win tickets to Kings of Leon? Okay. All the questions will be about Dune, not... Okay, they'll they'll be somewhere in between. It's March! This used to be one of my favorite months, but March isn't anymore. March is a frustrating month. It's really? just, it's cold, it's hot, it's windy, it's all changing. I have to deal with spring break, my birthday south by. But it still is a time when there's a little bit of refreshing cool wind in the morning the sun's out there's what i call march grass yeah which hasn't been beaten up by the sun there is something special march smells different uh so i thought for today's the greatest because it is march 1st i would go over uh some things to look forward to in march and see if you look forward to these as well and we'll start right there with that okay my birthday or saint patrick's day now is this something people still get excited about or is it pretty much just Drunks that want to leave work early and go to a pub or college kids? Uh, first of all, I need to cough. <coughs> Secondly, I think that for a very long time, in a place like Austin, uh, St. Patrick's Day has always been a, um, it's an amateur day. Uh, yeah, you do, but same as like New Year's Eve. You don't go downtown to party on that day. There's just really nothing to it. It a it's nobody's got anything really authentic. They have put up a couple of Yeah, it's not like we're in Chicago or, or Boston where there's a large Irish population. Yeah. You I'm know, saying we, this as somebody who's got a chunk of Irish blood. It, it's not it's not big here. Well, we're also, you know, we're in the Southwest. Like, we celebrate. We have more fun for, like, Cinco de Mayo, oh, Day of the, the Dead. Oh, when the spicy mayonnaise comes out. <laughs> yes. When, when us white people get a little silly with the cumin. But, yeah, yeah, St. Patrick's, It's uh, plus it's during spring break, and here in Austin specifically, it's during South by Southwest, so there might be, it's it's always adjacent to other stuff already happening that's probably bigger. I also have a real, this is a real gross brag, but I'm going to tell you anyway. For five years in a row, the Jameson Company flew me and some other guys to, to Ireland to Dublin yeah. to broadcast radio broadcast from the oldest uh, Jameson distillery and they picked up the tab for everything and I got to tell you what ruined the rest of any kind of St. Patrick's Day for me for, for the rest of my life oh that completely makes sense yeah it yeah. was it was incredible it was a blast we got to do things that I'll never get to do again in my life one of them was just sitting in this tiny small town in a in front of a hotel, and it was all misty and kind of rainy, and I was you got drinking see Jameson and Guinness, and it, I, I don't know. It, I, it, sorry to America, but that wins every time. It does. Uh, you know what else wins? Finally, daylight savings time. Matt, it is so depressing when we're in here at 5 o'clock in November, December, and it's pitch black outside. It makes it feel like your day is done, you have to leave the radio station or wherever you might work to go home and go to bed. No dinner for you. But daylight savings time uh, begins, I think, on the 10th, so it's not too far away. I I am all for 
daylight savings. In fact, I think we should stay with that time zone because it just sucks when it's dark in the evening. And if you have a job, once you leave and get into the workforce, it's just miserable to go home when it's dark. I'm. This is the thing I'm most excited about in March. The rest of it I don't care about. Uh, the Oscars, kind of don't care. Jimmy Kimmel's hosting it. March Madness, Texas doesn't really have a good team. And I'm going to be honest, watching... Uh, Watching last year seemed more fun. There wasn't a lot of fun in watching basketball this year. Uh, Dune 2 opens in theaters. That was good. Roadhouse is going to be at South by Southwest. I'm down for that. And then shows like The Masked Singer Return. Who watches? The, who's The Masked Singer for? Like what HR lady mom loser actually I, likes that garbage? Yeah, I don't. Let's not make fun of her. She's had it hard enough in life as it is. Her one cat ran away. But um, fair I, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Did you know that there was a daylight savings time? Um, is Let's see. As it stands, daylight savings time will end on November 5th, 2023. What, do you, what does that mean? I know Texas passed a law saying that they wanted to end daylight savings time. I don't think it time. passed, though. I think we Lots talked of... about it, but I don't think it's going away. No major. Because also, you just said 2023. Right. And that, that means it would have already been done. Yeah, federal. Yeah, oh, but here's the deal: we did pass a law, but federal law prohibits states from switching to permanent daylight savings time. Succeed, It's the feds. Succeed. It's them damn feds. Thanks, Joe Byron. Uh, and speaking of seceding, if you are not team spring forward, if you're fall back, you psycho. I don't know why you would ever be fall back. Uh, get out of my country, state. Cut both. my life into pieces. Hey, are we accidentally raising a new generation of morons? It's time for Parent Pickup. Welcome back to the Parent Pickup. Hey, Matt, you just started this off by saying we're raising a new generation of morons, and uh, I, I'm a doggy daddy, and you know what? I haven't been as efficient with my second puppy as I was you with haven't? Pickle, yeah, in training, so well, maybe maybe I'm, I'm one of them. I'm, I'm to blame. We have set up our own school districts uh, to fail. Now, it's a very, 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 very deep and politically charged subject to get into, right? Okay. Because sure. there's all yeah, kinds of reasonings it. behind it, uh, especially in a state like Texas, where l- literally there are people purposefully trying to set up some districts to fail. Um, so we can get charter schools. That amongst a, a group of other things. But but the fallout from that is that in a lot of schools, teachers' hands are tied. And teachers who are on the front line are saying, look, here's an issue we're having right now. Um, we have to give a kid a minimum of a 50 because the district does not want to have any gro- grades below that. So kids have learned that. It's become... Uh, part of what their knowledge is, and they know that by not doing assignments in some districts, they will get a 50 by doing no work whatsoever, which awesome. means... They can still somehow average out just enough to get you a... Can, you can get one yeah. A on a test and go, okay, that's all I have to do per six weeks, and, I, and I'll be fine. That's great. I hated doing homework. I said, but, but kids are also broken in the other direction. They're saying kids kind of feel like, hey, everything is supposed to be an A+. I'm supposed to get a pat on the head, and... So one teacher says, I have a problem. I, I, I grade some kids that are really good students. I grade them fairly, and they got to be. And they will come to me for literally two weeks crying and complaining about the B, wanting an A. And I try to explain to them, hey, a B is above average. It's an excellent grade, a B. Uh, it's somehow in their brains. We've taught them that really it's A's 
or it's nothing and no effort, and and that's sort of it. It goes with business reviews too, because I had a thing on Facebook where I was trying to do like honest business reviews, and I would like friends' bars and restaurants. Like I would give it a four instead of a five, right? Because to me, five was impossible. That had to be like insane. And a dude, a friend was like, "Hey man, we, we, why'd you give us a four? That looks bad. That makes our that shoots everything down." And I realized, oh. It's it's just what you said. It's it's the perfection or none, right? Well, and that's difficult, insane. especially something like um, Yelp, where our brains have started to see anything under a perfect five as oh, that must that place must be kind of failing. It is a weird thing that we've started changing, and I wonder if it ties back to something on the internet. The, the point of this is that I have accidentally, while I've been doing my research for a parent pickup, stumbled into something called teacher talk. Do you know what oh, that is? Oh, TT, yeah. It's where they teachers... Get, they they well, let you know. Well, and I never even thought about it, but so many of our teachers are now in their 20s, which means they are no longer going to Facebook to bitch and complain. <laughs> they, are, they are right there on TikTok, and I feel for them. A lot of stuff that they're writing sounds horrible. And we both had family members that have worked in Texas schools and know that it is... Not great. Well, I feel like a lot of these teachers are getting beat up from lots of different angles. Um, they're having problems with administration. They're having problems with state law. And frankly, a lot of them are having problems with students and <clears throat> those students' parents. Yeah. Parents yeah. can be just as yeah. big of a problem. Yeah. And so they're saying, you know, look, part of the problem, too, we have is, you know, I will give a child a grade. And it is a very fair assessment, 88, which would be a great grade. And I will have angry parents saying, "Why did you? Why are you away. failing my child?" And they're like, "This, I'm not failing your child." But also, <laughs> we have a coworker that went through this. We have the pressure that's put on some of these parents that they believe that unless my child is in the top five percent of their class, they're, they're not getting get into, into a school. Yeah. The whole system seems to be a little. I, I wish I could come here with some solutions instead of just a griping and a moping today. But um, it is something we definitely need to get a little more focused on. I, I think we may fail this whole. Gen A, it might be Gen B before we get the a public fix school on this. system's bad. Listen, I don't think you should homeschool and turn your kids into little weirdos with no social behavior. But there is a lot that needs to be fixed in the system, and it is so frustrating. Again, as someone who had a mom that worked in the the school well, system for so long, just to see what we're doing. Not to mention, I don't think it's as bad as it used to be, but just the whole that. Half of your school year as a kid was not dedicated to learning as much, but learning for preparing to take a test. Yeah, the yeah toss the standard, test, well, stars. this is going to bring me to to my kind of my final point here, and you make a really good uh, assessment. Don't there. have kids. No, the the issue so little, so few of the problems are actually in the classroom. They're outside of the classroom, and what we're telling. And it reminds me a lot of an industry called radio, where we have uh, consultants that let us know what works and what wor- doesn't work in radio. And that dude... And then whenever you try... That dude fi- last worked in radio in 1986. Yeah, and you when you check out, you go, oh, wait a minute, you got fired from radio after a year and a half, and you needed a job, so you went into consulting, but wait. Are the specialty movie menus ruining the experience of watching cinema, or is it just me? Let's talk about the new Dune movie, mainly the snacks. <laughs> I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! I ate way too much at the Dune movie last night. I got spiced up, and my stomach 
promptly let me know all night last night that it was not very happy with me. So Okay, I have questions. I, I'm a little out of it today because, one, I had weird Dune movie dreams. Okay. And then the next reason is is mostly be just because I I do not feel well. Okay, let me, let me lean into the food. I know that you have a problem... I have a similar problem, and neither of us are able to stop when popcorn is in front of us. Did Absolutely. You, first of all, I'd have to ask you, did you order popcorn? Yes. And yeah, secondly, of course. did you get the Dune popcorn bucket? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, no. They didn't have the bucket. Oh, That's the special a, bucket? That's at AMC Theaters. I went to Alamo Draft okay. House. We had to go to the one on South Lamar because my buddy's like, that's where they have the Adobe Atmos, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, dude, let's go to the one we live next to. I don't care. Anyhow, point being... I did get the specialty popcorn. I didn't get the worm that you stick your hand in bucket, but What's I was the specialty popcorn. It was like just really spicy and then they had these spicy wings because you know spice is on arrakis, the spice must flow. Right. And dude, my fiance, she's a she's a pretty uh bread and butter type or popcorn kernel and butter type. That's it. She just likes regular popcorn. So when I ordered the special spice one, she had a few bites and she's like you can have the rest and I proceeded <laughs> To eat all, all of, of it, all of the rest. Now, it, was it like all the popcorn you usually get the Alamo? Is it uh, bottomless? Like, did you get to order a refill? Thankfully, no, I did not. Thank but God. I, I still finished it, and just like God, man, my stomach all night long. It's a lot of fiber was rough, and I don't know why I do this when I know it is a lot of fiber. You don't think about that, but it's, it's just pop- that's what it is. You it's- think popcorn is not filling because oh, it's light. It's pop. Popcorn is really it just in my mind it creates a glue. Uh, a like woody glue. Well, it's like eating a log. Yeah, y- it's yes. a light, fluffy log, uh, but when it solidifies, in, yeah, yeah, it turns into a, yeah. And it, and it just did that. And I don't know why I do this, but all day yesterday I was like, I'm not going to eat because I'm going to the Dune movie. And then I was like, oh man, this isn't a good idea because I know I'm going to overeat. So right. I stopped at Seven right. Eleven and got a hot Ooh, dog. No, no. And I put chili oh, and wait, cheese wait, wait, and wait, 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 wait. We're putting a lot of, of trash. We're putting a lot of <clears throat> blame on the Alamo spicy wings and the Alamo spicy uh, popcorn. And you, I'm even gonna let you get away with a hot dog. But Seven Eleven chili, yeah, dude, and their cheese sauce, which I think both are made out of the same chemical and, compound, and like the onions and relish that yeah, were sitting uh, out. I, well, look, I'm not gonna start putting blame on vegetables. I will just say that. The chili at Seven Eleven. Do you know how they? Do you know that it comes freeze dried and they reconstitute it's in a bag. They, yeah. they reconstitute it with the gasoline from one of the pumps out there. Old gas too that they don't <laughs> yeah, sell. The they stuff sell, they yeah. have to scrape that actually Dude, thickens. That is, you know me. I, I'll eat a lot. That's a bold move, dude. Not just that, but towards the end of uh, not the end of the movie, but close to the last calls, like you know what'll make. I ate too much, and my son, this is too much spicy stuff. You know what'll make it better is a, Ice mil- cream? a milkshake. God, you're Which, so... Which, again, just expands we everything. We started the week talking about your, your wake and shake. It's, it's You're doing too much. You're doing too much. I am, but yeah, there you go, everyone. That's my review of the new Dune movie. Oh, <laughs> I love the review. Uh, you're def- a real Siskel and Ebert, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, definitely worth, worth seeing. Just watch how much you eat. Brianna got through the line. Uh, she could win some tickets to see Kings of Leon in Austin. I believe that date is August 14th. Uh, details, 101x.com to get your tickets for the return of the Kings of Leon, which is what we're going to talk about. How well 
Matt, do you think you know the band? I'm going to do some Kings of Leon trivia. Okay. You're playing on behalf of a listener. Great. Love it. Uh, we're going to make it a little simple. I'm not just going to ask you about the band, how they got together, some of their songs, and how many times they played ACL Fest. Instead, uh, every question, the answer is going to involve either Leon or a king. Okay. So you're going to have to fill in the blank or answer appropriately. Uh, let's start with the first one. Uh, Louis the Great was known as... A king. Mm, he I didn't. God damn it, I I didn't phrase it as well when I was explaining this. Be the answer could either be Leon or King, or you need to be more specific. <laughs> phrase this right. <laughs> was also known as the Sun King. That's correct, Matt. You got it. <laughs> well done. All right. All right. Uh, you are one for one. You're going to have to get three out of five. I'm going to get three out of five. Three okay. out of five. Okay, three uh, out of five. Here's the next one. The Professional. Oh, he was known as Leon, the Professional. That's the name of the movie. That's it. That's there all you, you had to get. All right. All right. Uh, here's uh, the- and there was, the, there was the, the French version, and then there was the English version. Yep. Uh, both uh, starring Natalie Portman, correct? I think she's only in one of them. Debut role? Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, Delta Lady. Delta Lady? Yes. What is the answer to Delta Lady? Um, I'm going to think, I think it's probably a, a song by that guy who used to sing like, getting to know, Leon Redbone. Damn, Leon Russell, so oh, close. Oh, really? Okay, so, so close. So close. Okay, I'll take it. I won't take it, but I'm happy that I, I you got, where your brain was going. You, you, you got kind of sort of close. Uh, it's all right. It gets easier from here. Also, how did my stroke-addled brain remember Leon Redbone? Two different, yeah, yeah. You did it, though. Uh, Delta Lady was a song by Leon Russell, um, and I think it was made famous by... A, a band. <laughs> Does that not Kings of Leon? Thank you for the, thank you for yeah. that. Uh, the twenty twenty finals MVP. Twenty twenty finals MVP. Finals of what? That's I don't know, man. Can, oh, can, you're looking probably for uh, King James. Yep. What's his first name? I gave it to you, King James. King. Well, did, but you didn't forget it all. I know, but all. this is going to humiliate me Because right you're forgetting now. LeBron? That's it. Okay. It's exactly. Right. You Do know, I we'll, get credit for that one? Uh, we'll, we, Ask we me the last will. question and we'll see if I get okay, credit. Okay, this is the uh, very God, last one. Please don't write, okay? I did, I did have a stroke on air one time. Can that... Can we take... The, I had a very early age stroke. Can we take away the punishment for me not remembering? I think it's fair enough. Archie Ivan Marshall. Archie Ivan Marshall. That one's way too... That is King Cruel. That is... King Cruel? You know what? That's way too difficult uh, to get. It's a it's it, a band. It's it was another... cruel in and of itself. All right. Last one. Uh, you have to get this one correct in order to send Brianna to see Kings of Leon. Garcia the First. King. Actually, that's not exactly correct. Uh, Garcia the First was the King of Leon in the kingdom of Leon, so King and Leon would have been needed. Sorry, Matt, you lose. Can we still give the tickets to the person I'm playing for? I think so, Matt. Thank That's you. the only fair, Thank fun you. way to do Thank this. You. Turns out an old school way of doing things is still the way to do things when it comes to business. A prominent local Austin businessman in jail right now 
for arson. Yeah, I saw the story this morning. I talked about it on my morning show, and uh, I love the story, actually. I love it. Because, one, it's uh, it's just it's a sign of the times in that there are cameras everywhere. Yeah. It's not quite like it used to be when you wanted to get an insurance claim or you wanted to, to muscle someone out of some place where you can just go in and burn it down. But there was clearly video. It says on the news on KXAN that... It got out of a four-door Mercedes holding a red can and, you know, very I, obvious. I, here's what I don't get. Uh, Why he t- didn't hire someone to do it? That's exactly what my first yeah. thought was. That he's got to be a millionaire, right? Because here's the deal. If you hire someone, that's called a loose end, and they can blackmail you. But a lot of those guys, you would think, had they have a cleaner. You know what I mean? They have a, a dude that does this stuff for them that they can trust. I guess he doesn't have that. He's He must be new to this. No, right? I, well, well new to, I hope he's new to arson. Is that what you're suggesting? Is he's new to arson? Apparently, he's not new to arson because there's multiple charges. Uh, let's hear the story over at KXAN. Prominent Austin businessman now faces arson charges, according to court documents obtained by KXAN investigators. Dorsey Brian Hardiman is accused of setting fire to the former site of Mellow Johnny's in downtown Austin. He is the founder of Continental Automotive Group, which has several different dealerships in Austin. The court documents say surveillance cameras appear to have caught the 75-year-old earlier this month spreading gasoline around the building and lighting matches. According to those documents, Hardiman owns the building next door and previously asked about buying it. In addition to the arson arrest, he faces a charge of burglary of a building. Court documents also link him to yet another arson. Setting multiple things on fire. So, uh, I'm confused. He burned down the building next to the one he owns? Yeah, I think he wanted to gut it and and create a, a an insurance issue so it would be easier for him to purchase it. Okay. But it, here's what I got to wonder. And we should be we should clarify because I a, love lot his, a lot of his businesses advertise with us. Uh, oh, uh, I didn't know that. Austin Infinity, Austin Subaru, uh, Mercedes-Benz of Austin. Those are all his dealerships. I guess my question is What's going on when enough My question is, is, get me a Mercedes-Benz and I'll shut my mouth right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would just be, I would think, yeah, there's nobody in, in one of the mechanics bays where you could be like, hey, bud, I need a, I need a solid. You, yeah, how do I you need not a solid. have a cleaner? Or at least, like, just, you know, try to find some people, some homeless guys and let them sleep in there and be like, hey, you can have campfires in here, man, and just turn the gas up or... Just, it's just that at 75... I feel like Isn't I could do it enough at that point. Like he's very successful. There's not a single part of me that's going to argue that he's not successful. He's got like eight dealerships, yeah, and an insurance company, and I think also. I like, feel like I could be better at setting a fire than. That's not a that? thing that you want to say into a okay. microphone. Yeah, <laughs> I have set some fires. I know, but now the next time there's an unexplained fire in the city, someone's going to come talk to you. No, no, because my fires they have to be seen. They have to be enjoyed, and I have to. I have to take. What's funny is where my I was talking to my dad about the wildfires up in Amarillo, and we both recounted how one time I accidentally set the front yard on fire. Yeah, playing with matches, and then one time my dad set the backyard on fire because like a gust of wind will hit it. Like we would burn the garden and stuff. We had a pretty big backyard. We'd burn the garden to you know. Come spring, it'll lighten up better. It helps it and all that stuff. Like it's not that abnormal. But he was doing it, and wind hit, and then suddenly it's like. Woof. Same with me. My buddy and I are just throwing matches and watching puffs of dry grass burn. Well, is are we looking at this all wrong? Then is this a gentleman who's looking to before springs and gardens? He's looking to take down a building so that a new beautiful building grows in its place. A nice new condo, and that's what's nuts. Is this is like 
downtown, downtown. This is some, like, I thought 20 years ago we got rid of these the Yassine brothers kind of gangsters <laughs> running stuff. But no, man, rich rich people are going to do stuff. My only problem, again, is, bro, you got to have a guy. you got to have a guy for this stuff. Are you that guy? No, man. Well, you know, give me a new Lexus. Look at you, Kay. You're still hesitating. Yeah. You're, you love fire so much that I, I could talk you into being an arsonist, couldn't I? Probably. Oh. Did you know? Wow. There's a viper. The spider-tailed viper, viper, aptly named because it has a spider tail. Look at that. Its actual tail looks sort of like a spider. Okay. It has that so it can kind of hide out and lure prey. Oh, like wiggle it and be like, oh, check yeah. it out. Here's a bug you want to eat. My only thing is a spider's not a bug. Spiders are scary. Well, and I was going to ask what so is like, its prey that, it, that, that likes to eat spiders? A mongoose. But mongoose like to eat snakes. I don't know. It's a very weird one. It's got to be like, oh crap! I got the, I got the one, the scariest of scary all bugs happens to be the damn thing that's attached to my. Like it couldn't be a butterfly. You think that would be the smart one? Like something bright and beautiful and fluttery. Wow. That's that's what you have. You have that, not a spider. Any what what the hell am I doing? I'm rambling about this uh, poor choice uh, from God for the snake instead of letting you know. Did you know? is what we do when we're explaining facts and truths to you. And I went off the, the deep end there. Matt, can you give a proper example? Sure. Did you know? Did we know? The show The Sopranos was denied a permit to film in a New Jersey state park. County commissioner said the show was a disgrace to Italians. <laughs> it made Italians look bad. It. it put Italians in a bad light. He said Italians aren't criminals. The commissioner was later removed from his job. Due to corruption charges, he was taking bribes yeah. <laughs> and racketeering. I, I mean, I've told you this story before when I was in New York um, with my girlfriend. We were waiting for her friend to get off. She taught at Sunny or worked there, whatever. And we're at this bar that has like quarter shots. And it's just a, you know, Brooklyn bar. We're hanging out. And like these three guys come in that were from Central Casting. I mean, they were big. Two of them in suits, one of them in a track suit. They're like, ah, Vinny, shouldn't they know better than the skinnier guy that kind of looks like John Waters, but with the suits. Right. Like, Man, Vinny, should have known. And I kept, I told her, I was like, I want to buy these guys a drink and talk to them. She's like, you don't do that stuff in New York. She's like, that, that's okay in Texas, but you don't, you don't do that. But they were central casting from Goodfellas. Like, yeah. I, like I was looking around the corner to see if Scorsese was here. It was. Fantastic that I got to see these mob guys. Last day we're there, we go to a pizza place. Same thing. The owner goes and like talks to every table. He looks like he's just, hey, there's a gabagool in there. Good, huh? <laughs> but everyone comes in and they're talking and they're giving him props. And then like these other dudes come in that clearly aren't restaurant workers, but go straight to the back. <laughs> I, I was so excited about it. And to everyone else, it was just normal. But I'm like, oh, oh, look at that. Look at that. Uh, look. Criminals. I know. Hey, we're doing Did You Know? And I went off on a ta tangent again. So let's uh, get back to it. Did you know the smell of the air after a rainstorm? Uh, it's caused by a specific bacteria called geosamin. It's a chemical. I, I didn't say that right. I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to try. Uh, it's a chemical released by dead soil bacteria. We humans are hypersensitive to it, and we're capable of detecting a very small concentration of it from very far away. And uh, they theorize it's just helped us detect water, yeah. help us know when uh, I things are I think it's probably wet. left over and vestigial from when we were, uh, you know, 
monkeys. Walking around looking for water. Ooh, ooga, ooga. That smells good. I'm thirsty. Uh, finally, did you know? Speaking of when we were monkeys, did you know? The Creation Evidence Museum is a museum in Texas that's dedicated to the display of evidence related to creationism. Uh, for those who don't know, that's the uh, idea in Christianity that the uh, world was made in seven days. Uh, one of their main exhibits is found on the second floor balcony of the museum and features a prominent 12-foot high statue of an individual. Now, this is a religious museum, and as of course, as you would think, that uh, 12-foot statue would be of uh, Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's a former Dallas Cowboys football coach, Tom Landry. <laughs> oh, so it's actually of God. I guess. Yeah. This has nothing to do with any. Go. I'm not poking at anyone's religion. I just like the idea of when you go to the museum, there's this <laughs> statue of a football coach. I just... <laughs> yeah. Dude, if you owned... Come on, you do the same. If you owned your own thing, you'd be like, yeah, I can put this in here if I want. Yeah. He's part of the Holy Trinity, man. Which includes Chuck Howley and Roger Staubach. Well, I will say this. He led the Cowboys to a Super Bowl, which at this point does seem like a miracle. Hey, Matt, let's bet on sports. Uh, okay, I'll do that with you. Usually we would have Nick or Sawyer from 1027 ESPN, uh, three guys on sports, come in and talk with us. But I think by having Sawyer last week, who Nick usually does it, and then Nick, walk, Nick walked in while Sawyer was here. I think they realized that um, we were playing them. Playing them? Yeah. Um, we were giving them opportunities. Emotionally cheating, maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know what you would say, but <laughs> okay. I guess they banded together and said, we're not doing that dumbass show. Or it's also because you and I showed up late and unprepared today, maybe. That's why they didn't want to come back. It's also Friday, and it's nice outside. So... Matt, I instead prepared our sports bets for us. We're going to do it old school. Uh, I'm going to let you pick first. You get to decide, and then I'll either pick the opposite or be a big old wussy and pick the same. Let's start with our very own Austin FC uh, taking on the Seattle Sounders. Yep. Win, loss, draw. Uh, that's a loss. That is a loss, Matt. I cannot go on record and say it's going to be... A draw. I want to, but I don't even think Jerisi's playing. Yeah, um, no, it's a loss. Yeah. Uh, how um, about this? To separate it, you want us closest to without going over, how many points? I mean, it feels like a 2-0. Maybe a 3-0. I don't know, man. What's it going to be? Two Let, or three? Let's come back to it. Let's okay. go to basketball where there is the uh, fight for relevancy and to hopefully make the uh, NCAA the big tournament, not the NIT. Uh, Texas taking on OSU. OSU's at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, They do have eight and a half points taking on Texas. I I did pull a Nick and I looked up the spread and I was like, 14? Yeah. And I was like, wait, that was the football game. game, Again, anyhow, uh, the Cowboys versus the Longhorns. You taking the Cowboys in eight and a half, or your uh, Texas? Oh, you're, gonna you're win. we're doing the points. Then we, it's, then it's the Cowboys in eight and a half. Okay, you're taking the Cowboys. Yeah, you know I love I love my horns, but uh, a couple of the issues that I thought, well, they'll work that out during the season, have actually gone in the opposite direction. So, unfortunately, so um, they just don't have the talent this year. I don't think Maybe that's true at all. I just don't think they have a team that's playing as a team. Yeah, they also got rid of their superstar coach they stole from Texas Tech. Uh, and, you know, I like the new guy. He was the interim coach. He led a good team last year. And now it's just, I don't know, man. It's frustrating. Bring back TJ Ford. You know what I'm saying? The glory days. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll go with Texas. Why not? 
Uh, last one, just because I had to find something going on. Uh, UFC Fight Night. It's uh, Rosenstruck, that guy, versus Gaziv in a heavyweight bout. Matt, who do you want to take, Rosenstruck or Gaziv? Boy, I'm looking at him. Gaziv's got that that huge chin. And I, I don't know if that's going to be strength for him or if that's a target. Uh, it's a beard pad, too. I think I want the guy. Who's the guy on the left? That's I want that Rosenstruck. guy. Rosenstruck. Yeah. I want Rosenstruck. All right. I'll, I'll take Gaziv. Okay. Just, just to make it work out. <laughs> I love that we judge this based on, on press photos. Yeah, I feel um, good about that. Here's the deal. We... I will, I'm, I'm going to say Austin FC's a loss, too. You screw it. I'll, no, I'm going loss. I'm not going to do what I did last week. It cost me the win. Uh, we bet differently on the last two. So there how many you go. point? How many points does? Uh, how many points does uh, t- does FC lose by? Um, two. What do you say? I was going to say two as well. Um. Well, how many points does FC score? I want to say two zero three one. I don't know. That's the score. I mean, it doesn't matter. We we we've we've picked opposite enough. We can we can crap on FC. Congratulations to women on finally achieving a little bit of equality. Greetings, listener. It is now time for weird or wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Or is it just women? They're gonna do their thing. Uh, hey, don't be mean. You don't want to get your throat cut, and by that I mean uh, new experimentation, not experimentation, that's not research, that's the word I'm looking for, new research. Um, There's a guy who's been looking into a, so right now, uh, when it comes to uh, uh, psychopaths, Oh men, yeah, psychopathy is something we talk about often. Uh, men far lead women. Uh, there's a new researcher who says, uh, hey, here's the problem. We we're just not get caught? Actu- we're not actually judging or searching for female psychopaths correctly it's basically we basically like a lot of things everything's based around dudes and they even base the profiling methods around male criminal psychopaths and they said look here's the thing yeah they can just find my mother-in-law if they want to do research (laughs) this whole thing going to be you doing old 1950s ladies jokes no go on i'm sorry uh, by the way, it looks like we're actually a little more equal between the sexes okay. as far as psychopathy goes. They said that when you exclude psychopathy's antisocial behavioral characteristics and instead concentrate on its core elements, well, then you realize that there are way more female psychopaths than previously thought. In fact, it's pretty much one-to-one. So yeah. congratulations, yeah. ladies. Well, You're catching up in the world. I, I enjoy the details you're giving me, but there is a bit of uh, controversy with this. As I said at the beginning, is it just because dudes, we get we get caught doing the bad stuff, so well, there's more press for the bad kind of psychopaths? Men tend to be kind of uh, violent a-holes. So men, male psychopaths Already, tend to yeah. car- cause physical harm to people. And they're saying one of the things that w- why it's gone kind of under noted is that women tend not to be so violent. They, they don't, find other ways, like well, uh, they creating still a, do. They still some harm cause. And here's the thing, you know how you sometimes you go home from the office and you go, I don't know, I think Kathy's crazy. I think she's out to get me. She seems so mean. And it turns out, and then somebody else goes, they hey, gaslight you. You shouldn't use the words crazy. I'm sure Kathy is fine. She's just acting. No, guess what? Kathy in your office, 
she might actually be a psychopath. They sure. say that psychopaths use uh, their emotional abilities usually to get their ways in an office place, a female psychopaths, and that they're pretty good at it. And that's one of the reasons they've gone undetected is they haven't going to judge them the same way. Uh, yeah, they use because different we're, we're looking to, for serial killers. Yeah. Um, here's the deal. Uh, female psychopaths tend to be more manipulative than males. They use different techniques to create good impressions, and they use deceit and seductive behavior to gain social and financial advantages more often than male psychopaths. Hey, girl power, you go, girl. Well, they ta- what's, what it's saying is, hey, look, guess what? You kind of want to hire female psychopaths. They tend to get they tend to get s done. Yeah, they'll actually make the job happen and not just be little little weirdos that stalk and murder yeah. people. Yeah, well, and that's the other thing is that with male psychopaths, sometimes you have to worry about the whole like the aggressive. Oh, is there going to be an axe? Is there going to be some plastic wrap involved? They're saying, hey, it's not so bad with the ladies. I will, but what I did like about that is how many times you've had a girlfriend tell you that, that like maybe somebody. And their office was like out to get them, and you're like, ah, a lot, honey, yeah, I don't yeah. really know. I don't think anybody's out to. Get. And now I'm like, oh, it's real. I wonder if it's. I wonder if I owe a huge apology to my wife on this one. Uh, American Psycho, but with a female lead. Yeah. Let's let's make it happen. The CJ Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. Five one two eight three five one zero one five.